Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back, gorgeous humans. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Evie, and today I am joined by a very special human, Amy Masters. Amy is one of my business coaching clients and has also become a really beautiful friend and someone who I really admire in the spiritual field. So Amy is a psychic medium and spiritual guide, and she guides women back to the soulful and wild woman within by offering psychic medium readings, retreats, and feminine spirituality so that their inner knowing, truth, and deep desires as unique individuals can shine through in their everyday life. So today, we are talking all about what is psychic mediumship, like how to book a reading, what happens, how does she do it, how did she get into this work, maybe some of the fears and hesitancies people have around this type of work and how it can be so supportive for you in your own personal world. It's a fascinating conversation. You will hear Amy's just divine energy. I just honestly adore this woman so much and I know you will too. So definitely stay tuned. It is an episode for all. And if you're interested, you can always connect with Amy in the show notes. I'm going to link all of her beautiful uh, online homes and platforms where you can reach out. So without further ado, here is the one and only Amy Masters. Hi, beautiful Amy. Welcome to the podcast. It's so good to have you here. Oh, thank you so much, Evie. It's so amazing to be here. I can just see like these beautiful incense, like the, I don't know if it's, is it incense or sage? <laughs> it is, like incense. Something. Yeah, I just have incense floating by me. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I think that like is a nice it's a nice way to set the scene for today's conversation mm-hmm. is just like acknowledging that beautiful spiritual connection that you have and all of the modalities that you use. So anyway, I just thought I would point that out. <laughs> Obviously no one else could see you on the podcast, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's all part of you. So Absolutely. before we dive into the conversation, can mm. you kick us off with a dose of inspiration and tell us your favorite quote and why? Okay, so this quote I have been holding close to my heart for years and it really helps to ground me, um, not only in my work as a spiritual guide, but just in my everyday life. And so the quote I have is, as we work to create light for others, we naturally light our own way. Oh, gorgeous. Mm, I just feel that that is so it's such an important reminder for us when we are going through our life in such a focused, busy way that sometimes we can get a little bit hung up on what we what we should be doing, um, sometimes what our purpose is, and 
I always love coming back to what's simple mm-hmm. and what's straightforward. And I love that about spirituality is that often it is just coming back to those simple points of if you just help others and the way that you naturally do it well and do it the best way um, that can be talking to them that can be um, helping them you know in the garden or um, even just your work the work that you do as you help people you actually shine your own light on your own abilities and your own natural talents and I think that's so important to remember that And it's like a win-win situation, right? It's like Mm. you're giving to others and sharing your light, but also as you do so, I don't know, you're creating more light or or feeling more Mm. light within yourself, perhaps. I don't know if those are quite the right words there, but that's sort of what's coming to me. Mm. Yeah, so beautiful. Sacred giving and receiving. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, I love that quote. I'm going to have to write (laughs) that one down and keep, keep that one. That's a really special one. So, Amy, tell us about yourself. Tell us a bit about who you are, what you do, and how you came to do this work. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I I am a mother. I've got two little kitties. Um, they are just the biggest light of my life and the biggest lessons. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I learned, We learn so much from our babies. Um, I am a Pisces in the true sense. I uh, just love all the mystical, um, all the uh, spiritual, all the dreaming, and I just love going with the flow of life. And I think, um, yeah, being a Pisces, being becoming a psychic medium was just very natural for me. Um, it is not something that's completely different. I think it's just a part of my personality. Um, so, yeah, I, I am a Pisces. And I like margaritas and dancing around the fire under the light of the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when I was going through these questions, I was thinking, oh my gosh, it feels like a dating profile to go, who who are you? And tell us about yourself. I'm like, oh, it's it's kind of funny. It's it's funny to do. And I just, um, (laughs) yeah, I feel like that sums up me in a lot of ways. Just, (laughs) I, I do work and then I get totally distracted and go, oh, look at the moon. Yeah. What start? What sign is it in tonight? Let's find out about it. Oh my goodness, so <laughs> funny. Yes, I love. Um, I trained as a registered nurse and graduated when I was twenty-one, and I absolutely have always loved working with women and supporting women and getting into the nitty-gritty and talking about the taboo and just the truth of how how you're feeling and. Um, what's happening, what's coming up for you. And so with my nursing, I I loved working with the woman, but I always felt that um, there was something else. There was something big that was missing then I couldn't quite understand what it was. Mm. And so I'd try different areas of nursing and I could never quite, hmm, you know, I could never quite put my finger on what it was. But it wasn't until um, I had my first baby when I was 28 years old Um, and I felt like my life had been flipped upside down. I had this vision of my, in my mind of, um, getting married and becoming a mother. And that was, that was where my vision ended. I had never thought of myself past that point. 
and I had these expectations of myself and what it should be like and it wasn't it and so it was a real pivotal moment in my life it was an incredibly hard time but it was one of those moments of me really questioning and diving deep into who am I who am I I'm a wife now and I'm a mother but I'm still me Mm. And it's so important and it's it's vital to um, express me and show up every day in the world as me. But I'd kind of forgotten who that was. Yeah. And I had these little fragmented pieces of it, of me. But yeah, I really, I really wanted to journey back into who that was. Um, yeah. And I guess that's when I started diving back into my spiritual practices that I had always loved so much. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And how did you journey into psychic mediumship work? So psychic mediumship, it's so funny with, because how do you know that you're a psychic medium? And yeah. You, that's, that's a question that you're asking me, right? Basically. <laughs> I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> how did this happen? It was, I always have been one. I always mm. have been a psychic medium. I yeah. just didn't know that's what that was and I didn't know that that wasn't everybody else's experience and I always knew I was a little bit quirky and had a little bit more um, of a connection to my intuition um, than others but it was always called um, sensitivity and that I was sensitive uh, and not always in the most positive light so I always Mm. um, never really associated it with mediumship Um, I am lucky though that my mum was incredibly supportive of me exploring these practices and realms growing up. Like I had vivid dreams from childhood. I can't even remember I can't remember a time that I wasn't journaling mm-hmm. my dreams and interpreting my dreams and um my mother was so supportive and yeah buying me a dream journal and she had zodiac books around the house and natural medicine books around the house angel books and all this amazing um, resources and wisdom and guidance for me to just explore myself so um, I didn't always know that I was a psychic medium but I knew that spirituality was a big part of me yeah yeah Mm. I remember when you and I first met and you were sort of telling me a bit about yourself when you were saying like, I got into yoga. I think you said you taught yourself. Was that right? When you were really young and just have always been fascinated and just really pulled to spirituality and all that that involves, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I, mum gave me a woman's health book. I think when I had my first cycle, when I had my first period, I got this huge book book called woman's health and it's like, here you go. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And it has everything. And I mean, everything. I still have it. And I mean, I learned a lot from that book. Oh my gosh. um, Some of it was shocking, but um, (laughs) um, again, we're open and it's amazing to know the truth. But yeah, there was yoga, yoga sequences. And I read it Mm. and I would just stay in my room after school and practice yoga. And I loved it. It felt very natural and that I was really, it was like a click into place. Like, oh yeah, this is it. This is it for me. So I certainly was never into any kind of sports at school. (laughs) I never felt that connection there. So yoga always felt like, um, yeah, like a home base for me. Mm, Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. 
How special. That's so cool. I just love hearing mm. your backstory and how, yeah, how you got into all of this. And I, mm. I, I really believe you when you say it is just a part of me, like it is just me and it's just mm. been fostered in different ways and then come out maybe a lot more since becoming mm. a mum and, and coming back into all of those practices and, yeah. I don't know, diving into it more, learning about it more. Absolutely. And after I after I had Wilbur, I had a really, um, I started teaching yoga again. And then I started um, offering Reiki healing sessions. Mm. And it was really through those Reiki healing sessions that after the healing, I would sit my client down and basically give them a reading. And this is all that I saw. Um, and this is all I see coming. And, and I was finding that it was really deeply resonating with people and it was accurate and I didn't know that was, I mean, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't part of Reiki, but it was all this information that I was getting and receiving. And, Mm. um, I connected with, um, um, Sue Nicholson, who's a psychic medium in New Zealand. And I went to a few of her trainings and really, yeah, just really understood what was happening and that it was, completely normal and how to really harness that and the biggest thing is just trusting what comes through yeah Mm. I can see that yeah (laughs) I mean even if we liken it to intuition for Mm. someone perhaps who doesn't have quite the same gifts as you do maybe that yeah that it's like trusting and listening to it because we're so taught Mm. often in society not to do that right it's like think things through make logical decisions don't trust your gut or your instincts Mm. um yeah, beautiful yeah. that you recognize that as well. Mm, that's it. We're, we're so trained to think with our mind mm. and not with our heart. Yes. And our heart knows and the answer's sitting there, but we're overthinking it. We're thinking of every scenario. We're thinking of every possible outcome of every possible scenario. Yeah. <laughs> and, yes. You know, your heart's like, hello, it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> Just tune in and listen. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Interesting. So fascinating. So tell me then, what actually is psychic mediumship? What is psychic mediumship? Well, I can tell you that it is very different um, for every psychic medium. Mm -hmm. So every psychic medium has different gifts. And even with my, with every reading that I do, they can come through slightly differently. And um, some, some of my gifts can be stronger in some readings and others um, stronger for different people. So the word psychic is really that connection to the past, the present, and especially the future. Mm-hmm. So really connecting into time and space, not as we know it here, but that it's all happening on at a different realm or a different space than we understand it. So I'm basically just connecting into that energy to mm. your past energy, to your present energy and to your future energy. And that is probably my strongest gift is um, my psychic ability. And I tune in using clairvoyance. And so there's clear audience, clear sentience, clear cognizance and clairvoyance. So it's seeing, hearing, um, feeling and knowing. And I have all of those and we all have all of those. But the clairvoyance is particularly strong for me and um, that was the dream aspect as well. My third eye or my um, clairvoyance has just always been incredibly strong for me. Mm-hmm. And so I I will see the scenario. I will see the person. 
um, but not using my eyes, using, it's sort of, I can, I try and relate it to if you've watched a movie recently and you're trying to explain to somebody the scene that you saw mm. and you can kind of see it in your mind, like you like a memory. Mm. That's how I see things in a clairvoyant way. Interesting. Yeah. And there's a lot of symbology that's used in a reading. Um, and it's just figuring out what the symbols mean for me. I sort of have a bit of a language that um, I'm becoming more and more familiar with as the years go on. But it's also connecting to the symbology for the person I'm reading for. How do you what mean? Makes sense, what oh, makes I sense see. for them? So it might be, um, you know, um, a picture of a cat. It might be um, their symbol for um, either side of their family. It could be... Um, the color of their car, different things like that. So I don't often see a full picture. It's just pieces of an image and together they create the full vision. This is, just, this is fascinating. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, tell me all the things. You've gone silent. I'm like, are you, are you okay, Evie? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm just loving this. But um, oh, my goodness, so many questions. It's just, I just find this so fascinating. I, mm. I really do. Um, I mean, I would consider myself a really intuitive person. I've been quite mm. connected in the last few years, definitely since doing my inner work, but mm. I, not to the extent that you would go to, I guess. Um, yeah, so it's fascinating. It's interesting. Mm. Um, how do you, I guess I want to say, how do you know what's true for them? So you can see a picture or mm -hmm. get the symbols, but how do you kind of make sense of it or put it into a story that you would relate back to them, if that makes sense? Like, how do you Honestly, convey that? How do I convey that? Um, I, I have a disclaimer at the start of my readings, which is I don't sugarcoat anything. Yep. <laughs> how I get it is how they're supposed to receive it. So I just share it. Um, my readings often start off with a really strong vision. And then I form that connection with generally it's somebody that's passed. And then it just flows through me as if I know it. Mm. So I can't, it's, it's not like I'm, nobody's in me or taking me over as Amy I'm still Amy but I'm just connected to all yeah. that information it's sort of like it's almost like you know you plug in your iPhone cord to the wall yeah. I feel like I'm, I've never used that analogy before but that's how it feels I'm just plugged in and I'm just getting yeah. a download yeah. I'm just it's just coming through me as if I know it and um, I know it's true for the client um, or the person who I'm reading because I ask them to say, does this sound familiar? Does sure. this resonate with you? Um, and sometimes it doesn't. And that's okay because it, often if it's if it's something that's coming up, then we can just investigate it further or we can park it and maybe come back to it. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times people will reflect after the reading and go, oh, that makes sense. That was actually, yeah, I talked to my significant other or mother and it, yeah it all sort of makes sense now so right. sometimes in that moment it doesn't always connect mm -hmm. or resonate but generally um it does and it's yeah it just kind of flows yeah I oh, I, so <laughs> I also um it's important to note that I can ask for information and um, there are often questions that we're working with me and that the client will come forward with, but I am the receiver. I'm the messenger. I can, whatever I get, I will be given. I can't 
or often make the, that choice. Mm. I can't have, I don't have control of anything that what's can't of what comes through or who comes through. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's sort of getting into mediumship. The mediumship is that connection between the living and those people have tr- who have transitioned to the other side. Yeah. Um, which is, which is different because it's, it's communicating with the soul and all that mm. person. Um, and so, yeah, I can, they often I tune when I tune in for a reading, I'll tune in to somebody who's passed over that's connected to the person I'm reading for. Ah. And they're the one who is showing me everything psychically. Oh, wow. So even if they mm. didn't want to perhaps connect with that person, for example, like that wasn't the reason why they came to you, it would still be the reason, the person that you would connect with to get the, the downloads. Yeah, well, they they come to, there is a purpose. So they come to me to be that bridge, to share that information with I them. I see. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so fascinating. I mean, I could talk about this for hours and hours with you. I'm just like, oh. tell me more. <laughs> so I guess next question would be, why mm. do people come to you for a reading? Like what are some of the common mm. things that you support people with and, and what mm-hmm. are sort of they seeking out? Yeah. So mostly people come to see me for more um, guidance on their on their road ahead they're sort of hit either a crossroad or like I described after I had wool but just that feeling of like a disconnect from their life and mm. a disconnect from their real self and going look I just I don't know which direction to go in anymore and yeah. there's almost there's either too many options or I feel stuck um so it's really most people come to me seeking guidance of where to next yeah. and can I um feel safe to make that leap of faith can i am i safe is it going to be okay if i make this big life altering choice so often people do sense or feel or know in their body what it is they really want Mm -hmm. but it's the confidence to really dive into it yeah um and it's also um the the willingness to um how do i word this we've got a vision of our lives and the societal vision of what our lives should look like as a mother as a teacher as a whatever it is that your life is and if you want to do something completely different it's quite confronting to go well are all the people still going to be there is everybody that i love going to be there if i turn my life around and do what it is do what it is that I love and what I really feel called to do so sort of that confirmation of what they feel um helping um get a sense of direction and feeling hope for what's coming in the future the second most common read uh reason people come for a reading is to connect with a past loved one Mm. Mm, which is incredibly special and I feel so honored to be able to do that you know it's it really is an honor and to be yeah to be able to connect and to share those words um with that person and give them I guess a sense of peace that they are okay they are Mm. um they are happy and they are still in that person's life Uh, I honestly believe that we don't die Mm. there's a physical death but 
we are we are souls we are we are light we are spirit you know when when somebody passes you see them you when you see them you know that that's sort of their their shell yeah the essence of them is is gone what is uh has left their body but it still exists yeah I definitely believe that to be true too and it just makes me all emotional hearing you say that thinking about my personal experiences as well and just yeah that's just so gorgeous and I think I can definitely see why people want to do that and how Mm. how such a beautiful gift that is that you can give that to people Mm. yeah it's it is um the most important work in my life I believe oh gorgeous yeah Mm. Oh, oh, all the feels, all the feels. So, I mean, that's... (laughs) Burst into tears right now. I know. (laughs) Oh, I could easily, easily. Um, So how can this be supportive for clients, I guess, is my next kind of line of questioning that I want to dive into. I mean, obviously, we've just shared that that can be, gosh, the biggest confirmation, the, you know, Mm -hmm. that this is what you're here to do or this is who you are or yes go after that thing and it's all going to be okay and safe or like you say connecting with the the past loved one of some Mm. sort um what are the I guess I want to say what are the benefits or like what other ways Mm. do you feel or can have have seen or have supported Mm. people with Mm. so psychically I think um the reason why uh reading is so important and so supportive um, is that they can they have that hope they have that um, comfort in knowing that there is that brighter future yeah or that is that there's space and time where they get to do it what it is they love or they get to um, be with somebody who's more supportive of them or they're not in the toxic situation anymore or it's really that reassurance of knowing that they they can have all that they desire and mm. all that they feel is right in their life yeah um and it's there's a lot of fear in life with what if i make the wrong choice mm. you know what if the the life that i want doesn't exist yeah which isn't can never happen p.s because <laughs> <laughs> if you feel it inside if you dream it if you desire it it's it's because it's within you to make that happen yes you have everything you'll ever need within you to make your dreams come true yeah I just wanted to add that in there I really believe that to be true too Mm. yeah absolutely so true um and from a medium point of view um I feel like it's supportive because it's really it's really enabling and opening up to the healing process yeah yeah and grief is it's so easy to say well people don't die you know they are on the other side that's I believe that to be true but at the same time it's huge you do grieve them and you grieve them forever and that grief changes over the years but it's always there and it can look different depending on what season you're in in your life and you do miss and grieve that physical presence of that person you know it's huge it's big so being able to connect with that person over, um, I was going to say overseas, but over in the other <laughs> realm, it doesn't feel that far away from me, yeah. <laughs> but being able to connect with them and knowing that, yeah, they are still there. They are still around. They are yeah. still supportive. They they still see um, 
what's happening in your life and they're still very much involved and emotionally connected to you mm-hmm. um so i think that's incredibly supportive for people to to remind them that that person is still there for them and is still there in their lives just in a different way yeah and do you think that enables them to be able to connect with that person more like them themselves on you know within their own daily lives absolutely and yeah. i i always hope i always hope so and um generally when i'm connecting to someone um they will show me a scenario or tell me something they're still sitting in their chair hearing hearing you all talk around them and they're rolling their eyes because it's the same old conversations or you know they'll give me an example of um their life so that they know that yeah he's sitting in that chair or um you know he's working in the garage or you know she's out pruning the the beans or whatever so i think they offer that perspective so moving forward they can go yeah they are they are connected with me because you know amy saw them in this exact room (laughs) Mm, Um, and it's just opening up to those signs and um yeah, the signs and signals that we get all the time, but we're just too bloody busy to see them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this work is so needed, so important, mm. so important. Mm. So let's go on the other end of the spectrum now. What would be like some of the fears, hesitancies? Because I can totally understand <laughs> that this would be a bit scary for some people perhaps. Yeah. Um, mm. what are some of those yeah those fears hesitancies that you've heard or and what what would you sort of say to those people that mm. might be in that position or feeling those things now yeah definitely I understand the fear and hesitations and I think um, as people we're often fearful or skeptical of what we haven't experienced yeah we need to feel it ourselves or see it ourselves and I totally get that yeah so I think even just the just connecting with somebody or being psychic is a fear for a lot of people because it's so unknown and it's so um so different from the I suppose everyday normal experience mm. that it yeah. goes what does it actually mean is it dark is it bad is it negative all of those things which you know me I'm a pretty happy gal so I think I'm really <laughs> love and light all the way yeah. um so I think that's probably the biggest fear of just the psychic mediumship the words yeah. can be the biggest fear. But in a reading, um, I've heard a lot of people say, I don't think I want a reading. I'm scared that I'll find out how I die or when I'm going to die. Mm. And I've always found that interesting, but it is one of the biggest fears that people have is death and dying. And um, yeah, I absolutely understand that what I want to reassure people with is um, when we are tuning in for a reading, it's what's happening in your life. Mm, It's what's happening in your life. It's what's coming in your life. Um, It's not about when you're going to die, how you're going to die, all that. And often I don't see that and I don't want to. I don't believe that that's a part of what we need to know. Um, I do get warnings that come through if something is going to happen prematurely or somebody's going to put themselves in a position that is dangerous um, or I'll get a warning that um, somebody will need to have, have a health checkup in a specific area. Mm-hmm. So That's super helpful, right? Like probably yeah. like least scary, right? You want to know that stuff. Absolutely. And I'm a firm believer that um, we 
I think this is coming into the next, possibly coming into the next question, but um, go for it. We do have our life paths, mm. but I see our paths as more of a river mm-hmm. than the paths that man has made. <laughs> Yeah, the concrete beautiful. path you know we're we are nature we are we are natural beings so we flow like the river um the tides change the ripples are stronger in areas there's a beautiful still ponding zone and we can choose to dive into the river we can choose to sit at the banks of the river and we can choose to just go with the flow mm. and if we tune into our intuition we know what it is we really love we know deep down what it is we don't want to do or we don't like what we don't like. And so when we follow those natural nudges and our natural instincts, then generally we won't fear veer far from our river. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's the biggest key to staying on track in life. And um, I think that's, yeah, <laughs> going to the next question of, mm. um, yeah, do do we do I believe that we have the ability to change the trajectory of our life um for me I believe we do have our soul river that oh, I love all the, the soul things, river word the soul river. I love oh. that you call it that beautiful um well that's how I see it and um do we have the ability to change the direct the trajectory of it I believe that our life river or our soul river is perfectly designed for us mm-hmm and that we will, it's it's designed to have our strengths be, um, you know, be harnessed and to yeah. be able to shine through. I think changing the tra- trajectory to me is when we are not following our intuition or our instincts. Yes, okay, yeah. So we kind of veer off path when we are people-pleasing, Mm-hmm. When we're following family beliefs and patterns that don't connect with us deeply, when we're in a toxic relationship, and that could be friendships as well, that we know aren't really serving us, but we stay in them anyway. And we're kind of led and follow in ways that we know aren't right for us. Mm-hmm. Same with careers. And this can be um, in small ways and it can be in really big ways too. Mm. So I feel that the trajectory of our life river is designed perfectly for us and to be a life that we just love yes oh I love your answer so much and that really resonates with me it's like when you're living in alignment listening to your intuition guided by I guess I want to say guided by your soul Mm, yeah um yeah, it's it's all in divine timing and and mm-hmm. you know in the perfect ways that are for you. You know, life mm. is meant to work for you, with you. Mm. You know, not against you or not to you. Absolutely. But then I think the other side of the spectrum, perhaps, is essentially living in fear, right? Or mm-hmm. living in our minds, or living in our inner critics, or following the shoulds and the shouldn'ts, and people pleasing mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff, right? And then maybe that's more, like you say, the man-made. Um, river or mm-hmm. path perhaps that feels really rigid and mm-hmm. concrete like so maybe then would you agree with us that we can change from that path what we think mm. we sh- maybe the one that we've started on or kind of been molded to go down but actually we can come back to our soul river absolutely absolutely and yeah. if we imagine them alongside each other that there is the concrete, but you think of like a, the local river walk or the beach walk, you know, there's that concrete path. It's like, why are you walking on the concrete? The grass is lush 
and the sand is warm and you can hear the beautiful water trickling past you so much more clearly when you're right beside it. Yeah. And I think when we follow that rigidity of what we should be doing or what we feel as though we should be doing, we're missing out on all the beauty. Mm. 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 So just stepping, stepping off. And, and like just, yeah, taking the leap of faith, right? I just want to mm. keep coming up. The fear thing just keeps coming up for me here. Mm. It's just like if we're too scared to, then we'll, we feel like we should just follow the straight and narrow in the concrete path. But yeah. And so, yeah, maybe through a reading or through some other in a, in a connection type work or other mm. healing work, then perhaps you can reconnect with yourself and trust yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like we said before that if you feel it and it's this desire this this burning um it's like a it's like a desire it's a craving it's mm. something to happen in your life it's there for a reason it's there for a reason and oh and we're in the age of aquarius we are in the age of aquarius and there's big awakenings that have been happening for so long they're just happening at a lot uh, at a a bigger scale now yeah and let's all just jump off the concrete path put on our hippie dresses and skip alongside the river and just dive in (laughs) I love it (laughs) what are we waiting for let's do it yes Yes. oh so good so good yeah full permission to do that I love it so much oh totally Oh, where to next? Oh my goodness, this is so good. So tell me then more about some of like the transformations or how people have perhaps changed their lives or little little shifts, maybe even more the subtle stuff that you've seen perhaps after during a reading or even if you've seen that person multiple times. I know you get repeat Mm -hmm. uh, clients for readings and things like that. So I'd be really fascinated to hear some of those stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I just love all of the the people who come to me and connect with me in this way. I just think it's, I feel so honored and uh, to be trusted to hold this space. Mm. Just really want to acknowledge that as well, because um, it's, it's really deep and it's really honest and it's really raw. And that is my comfort zone. I really love that. And I didn't say it before, but I think the, one of the biggest um, reasons why people might be fearful of booking a reading is the confidentiality piece. Sure. But I'm a professional. I'm a professional psychic medium and everything is totally confidential. And also most of the readings that I give, I don't remember anyway. Mm, so that's a double security of confidentiality. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but I've kind of veered off track a little bit. But um I was just coming back to the fear. Sorry, Amy. I was just Mm. thinking, I feel like people would also be like, I'm scared, maybe not even the death part, but like, I'm scared that she's going to tell me something that I don't want to hear or that's Mm. bad or Mm -hmm. that means I have to change or is really Mm. confronting or um, it's, I I guess like you're saying, it's quite a vulnerable thing Mm. in many ways to, I don't know, that's what's coming up for me. It's like, Mm. it feels vulnerable to share almost like for someone else to see you like fully Mm. and connect with your energy and your soul in that way. Mm. Um, But but equally, like if we lean into that, how beautiful is that and how nurturing and supportive Mm. is that? But I feel like maybe that's part of the fear as well. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. And 
um, you know, a lot of people have experienced, a lot of us have um, past hurts, we have past grief, we have sure. trauma as well. And so it is important to be really mindful um, and uh, um, respectful of that and respectful of um, people's fears and concerns around that. And I will ask, um, what what would you like to look into today? So often there is that focus. So, um, and if there's anything that we don't want to look into, then we, you know, let that know before the, for the reading. And I'm also very respectful of that. Um, I would never psychically or do a mediumship reading on somebody without their permission. Mm. So yeah. I'm not going to like interrupt somebody on the side of the street or, um, you know, go this, yeah, I see your auntie so-and-so coming through. I, I, I don't do that. And I don't yeah. think that that's helpful. And I don't think that's respectful. Yeah. So I do think it is important to have like the guidelines and the ground rules before yeah. entering a reading so that it is a safe space. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. And you, before we tuned into this podcast, we did a little tuning in to keep our energy safe and to open ourselves up and ground ourselves down. And I do that with everyone before a reading so that we are, I am creating, or we are creating this sacred and very safe container energetically, spiritually, um, and emotionally. Yeah. It was so beautiful, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely. So important. Mm. Yeah. So mm. beautiful. Mm. So then let's move into the next part of it. So what have been some of the transformations, subtle changes, mm. shifts that you've noticed in people since working yeah. with them? My absolute favorite. And this is how I know that it's my soul's work because I just, I set up, I just, I'm so excited is seeing people particularly women women is who I mainly see but seeing women go yes I know I felt that I (laughs) yes that's what I've wanted to do for so long and I'm going I don't know you you never told me this this is the connection this is the confirmation from the universe that this is you this is what you should be doing and so I love seeing women get so excited about their path, their potential, all that is just there waiting for them to step into. And I love the confidence that women get with that. Yes. They feel confident in themselves going, I knew it. I knew it. And now I'm going to freaking do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, yes, (laughs) yes, queen. I'm like, I'm your biggest cheerleader, do it. And I have a lot of clients. I'm like, let me know how it goes. I feel so invested and, uh, and I care so deeply as well in a professional way, of course. But hmm. I love, I love um, hearing those stories of I did it and it feels so Aww. good. And um, here, here, I, here I am now. And I have a lot of people who come back every year to have a reading to mm-hmm. say, you know, what's happening this year and what's coming up. And I feel like it's, um, yeah, it's really, really powerful. And having that confirmation of, of what they know to be true, and that can be, I have left a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. I have gone back to study that. I have changed my job. I have booked my tickets overseas um, or I have, quit my job, quit everything, and I've turned everything around, and I never knew it could be this good, so this just, oh, it's (laughs) it's amazing, I love it, every time I get a message like this, and you know, um, 
often I'll be with friends or family and I'll get a text message and I go, oh my gosh, and just scream and yell and yeah, be in joy. And I have been known to burst into tears a few times when I've got a, um, a message after a reading going, I've done it. I was going, oh gosh, yes, it's, I'm so happy for you. That's amazing. Um, but I think the most, the, yeah, the most powerful, um, the most powerful um, benefit that I've seen is the connection to the past loved one. Mm. incredibly powerful and I've got one example that I hold dear to my heart I just um yeah I, I'll tell you I've, I feel like I'm gonna burst into tears so oh you're gonna get with me <laughs> <laughs> oh this um I did a reading for um a woman and her grandfather came through and he's still alive so sometimes I tune into people who are still here and I explained, I described him and she said, yes, this is my granddad and he's been wanting to come in for a reading. Um, so yeah, so the granddad comes in a few days later and I get the strongest medium feeling I've ever felt in my life and I get some very strong feelings. I feel that she is so there I could touch her with my physical hand. Wow. And so it was it was his wife that I was tuning into mm. and um the the soulmate connection between these two well here here are the tears the soulmate connection between these two is was mind-blowing it was soul awakening it was like this level of connection that they had just blew me away and like almost changed me it did it changed me forever that there was a love this unconditional and this strong and this true mm. and um i channeled all of her passed passed on all of her messages to him about their life and you know where she sat and what they were doing and it was just beautiful and um i had never been called to do this but she said like put your hands out and put his ask him to put his hands on your hands and and i did it and i felt that it's like i could see her hands and mine wow and just that feeling and he just felt her and felt her love and oh. you know smelt her smell like the perfume and just the way he felt when he was in her presence oh. and uh, I just burst into tears afterwards and I think I called my husband and I'm like oh my oh I just oh it, it was the most beautiful and powerful experience of my life mm. um and he left with a smile on his face, knowing that um, she was still around him, even oh. though things had changed, uh, she was still there mm. and still so in love with him. Oh, <sighs> so gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Amy. I don't have words. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. I just have tears. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That but is it's sort so of beautiful. And and it's and that's it though, isn't it? We get so caught up in life and yeah. have I got enough muesli bars for my kids' lunch yeah. tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. You know, which I mean, it is important because they do need to eat. But you know, <laughs> like if we can, I know, give pe give people in our life the gift of our unconditional love and make them feel totally loved by us 
completely and totally loved by us for all that we are, then that's it. Oh, that got me. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. That's the whole point of it, isn't it? That's the whole point of our life is just to love and to be loved. And I, I really feel that that there is no greater truth than that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, how beautiful. Oh my goodness. I'm speechless. Like that's just gorgeous. And I feel like we're just so often missing the point when we live in our mind Mm -hmm. and our egos. And Mm -hmm. yeah, how beautiful is that? Oh my goodness. Oh, all the warm fuzzies. This is what (laughs) life's about. Mm -hmm. And and that that counts as loving yourself too, because we are really good at beating up ourselves. So imagine if we, if we all loved ourselves, then we wouldn't come from such places of fear or uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, how beautiful. I just, I'm just loving this conversation, Amy, and your work and you're just so divine. So divine. I love spending time with you. I love spending time with you too, sister. So much. (laughs) So good. We'll be connected forever. I know. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, It's written in the stars. Oh. Soul contract, soul contract for sure. No doubt about it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Amy, this is so good. So I guess last kind of question I wanted to ask is if someone is interested in booking a reading, is considering mm. it, kind of sitting on the fence, not sure where to start, how to go about it, who to find, what would you say to them? Um, I would say that's so cool and so amazing that you are really opening yourself up to this experience um um, and i would say keeping an open mind and an open heart is really important and knowing that you can take or leave the information Mm. i think that's really important yeah feeling really empowered yeah feeling empowered that you can take or leave it it doesn't have to change your life if you don't want it to mm-hmm. you can let things wash over you um or save them for another day um but when it comes to finding a psychic medium i think um word of mouth is really powerful yeah because when somebody that we know and trust feels safe then we feel safe and that's a good place to start. Oh, I can see your doggy in the background with his cone on his yeah, head. Oh, bless his heart. Oh, just little up. darling. Little darling. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and having a look at who is um, who is around your area, if you are really, if you don't have anyone that can recommend, mm-hmm. um, seeing who's who is around um, and online or in person, whatever you prefer. Um, to me, it doesn't make a difference whether it's, yeah, energy is energy and it doesn't exist in one particular space or time so yeah. I just tune into the energy love that um yeah yeah and I I say tune into your intuition when you yeah. have a look at somebody's photo or read um what it is they're about I think yeah. feeling that yeah they seem nice or I feel okay with them and I feel willing to open up to that person then you know um that that is probably a good place to start if you are like oh I don't know about yeah, if you're unsure, then keep looking. Or come yeah. and see me. I'm nice. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like we've got such a beautiful dose of Amy's energy today and it's just so delicious <laughs> to be in. So totally. And just, yeah, maybe just having more conversations around it, hey, and reaching out mm. to those people. Or yeah. hopefully this podcast has also opened up some 
some people to this idea, this mm. mind, this world, uh, mm. this mind, this mindset, this world, <laughs> um, these ideas. Yeah. And mm. hopefully that's really supportive for them to answer some of those questions that maybe, yeah, maybe they've been thinking about, but are too scared to ask mm. or don't have anyone to ask. So mm. this is partly why I wanted to do this, but also to showcase the beautiful work that you do and your amazing, amazing special gifts. Thank you so much. Total pleasure. So is there anything else you wanted to share about psychic mediumship or anything about what we talked about today that perhaps we've missed you wanted to add in or shall we move to the rapid fire questions? I just want to say one little thing and I remember we talked about this in one of our coaching sessions was that um, and I think we do this in every area of our life but when it comes to exploring our spiritual selves and our spiritual life we sometimes feel that we need to be these perfect ethereal versions yes. of ourselves. And, you know, um, we have to leave a big part of us, us behind to then walk the spiritual path. But I think that spirituality is bringing all of you, all of you is welcome here. And that's, um, y- you know, if you swear, if you um, like, I don't know, like, partying if you like having a wine um it's it's all of you all of you is welcome and I I got a little bit confused with that in my in the start of my journey I felt like I needed to be the perfect ethereal Amy Mm. um whatever my dietary requirements were I felt that they had to be this I felt like my hobbies needed to be this I feel like I needed to speak this way but no you are you and you are you for a reason and so your spirituality journey is the same it is unique to you And so I feel like that was really important to share. Yeah, thank you. So, so, so common. I can relate to that as exactly the same when I was kind of going down a similar path as well, like having to be this really polished life coach that had everything (laughs) sorted (laughs) and just forget my humanness. But Mm. so not true. So not true. Um, Yeah, beautiful. Oh, this has been so good. So (laughs) moving into some rapid fire questions now, what's been one of your biggest lessons to date in business? But you can also share this in life if you want, a life or a business Mm. lesson. Um, I think my biggest lesson in business is one consistency because I'm a Pisces and I'm a Vata and consistency is just not within my DNA (laughs) or soul frequency. It's just like I'm just inspired at random intervals. <laughs> so consistency um, from a really um, left brain point of view. But from a right brain point of view, my biggest lesson is to be yourself. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest relief as well. Yes. It's like, how am I going to show up and what do I need to say? When you're just being yourself, it's a lot easier and it's a relief. And yeah. it is so genuine. And what is perfect anyway? I don't even know what that means. Mm. So your business is you and showing up as you is the most important piece. Yes. Couldn't Mm. agree more. Love the way that you've shared that. (laughs) Absolutely. And what's one piece of advice that you'd tell someone in the earlier stages of their business journey? Um, That it's okay that things uh, take the divine timing and things happen in their own divine time. And Um, that it's important to reach out for support and you're not in it alone. Mm, Beautiful. Mm. Amazing. Mm. Such, such wise words. And lucky last, if there was one thing, one message or one piece of wisdom that you'd like to impart with the world and the lives that you've touched, what would it be? Okay. So I actually have a song that I'm going to (gasps) quote. 
I love it. I'm not I'm not gonna sing it because that's not what I do. <laughs> I do no no, I do it all the time, but I don't do well. Um so I'm just gonna read um one I'm just gonna read one verse. Mm. And I want you all to say this to yourself as I'm saying this out loud. I am woman, I am fearless, I am sexy, I'm divine, I'm unbeatable, I'm creative. Honey, you can get in line. I am feminine. I am masculine. I am anything I want. I can teach you. I can love you. I got it going on. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Amen. Oh. I love that. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Sums up this conversation and you so beautifully, I think. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Amy, before we before we round off this conversation, can you tell the listeners where they can come find you if they want to reach out, book a reading, find out more about what you do? Where do you normally live online? I live, uh, my website is amymasters.co.nz. My Instagram is amy underscore masters underscore. And yeah, come and find me, come and connect, send me a message, um, come get a reading with me. I do them Zoom online, so it doesn't matter where you are, I am here for you. I also host women's retreats and online women's circles too. So I'd love you to join and come and share the magic with me. Absolutely. And if you're in the Kapiti Coast or nearby, you've got a mm-hmm. retreat coming up really soon, hey? Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing go check out amy she is just divine thank you so much for this conversation honestly i've just absolutely loved it and love you as a human and just it's just been so so good to talk about this stuff i am just absolutely so fascinated in it and yeah just thank you thank you for bringing your wisdom and your truth and your love to all of what you do in this conversation oh it is my honor and thank you so much for inviting me to share to share this with you and talked with you and you've been such a big light in my life since um, we connected I was only the end of last year and so you were such an inspiration to me and I love connecting with you so I can't wait to continue my journey with you thank you so much Amy that's just (laughs) gorgeous gorgeous wasn't that epic For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.